I just want to be an ordinary student in a university. Wait, that is not exactly what happened, right? <laughs> Find out the realities on Uni Saga. Hello shenanigans, what's up? And this is Daniel C welcoming you back on Unisaga. So just before we get into the tea of today's very, very, very special episode, I would like to dedicate uh, this few seconds of airtime to Auntie Irene, which is Jilin Yi's mom for scheduling this appointment today and making it happen. So thank you very much, Auntie Irene. I mean, like, I can see you right outside there. Thank you so much. I love you. And uh Hi, Jillian. How are you feeling today? Hello, I'm doing good. And yourself? Uh, I'm great I'm on a scale of 1 to 10 I'm like probably on the 10th My heart is pumping right now Because I'm talking to a Malaysia's figure skater Alright So Well thank you so much for coming in today And it's really great to see you So Now peeps On today's episode We're gonna get to know Julian Yi A little bit better than just his good looking surface Which y'all been stalking all day Our day on his IG Twitter <laughs> Facebook And watching him closely on TV So close to you, That you even know how many strands of hair he has huh? <laughs> So yeah Don't worry That is exactly why you're listening to this So Julian We're gonna get right to the cracks of it So let's do a little bit of catch up uh, What have you been up to recently or like what's new and what's ongoing that we must all know uh well basically i'm back in malaysia uh welcome that's for, back <laughs> that's for starters i got back about two weeks ago from canada um and right now i'm pretty busy caught up with some stuff in malaysia uh with training and as well giving back to the community uh like doing some coaching lessons as well some workshops for the kids i see and, so you've yeah. you've started coaching right now yeah yeah basically just just to give back you know to help out and share whatever knowledge i have with the people back here so that they can uh, go further in the sport as well that's very sweet that's very nice because this is quite an, I wouldn't say it's a new industry But it's uncommon Not as common as like Badminton and Yeah that's and right it's, it's slowly developing Slowly growing So everybody has to help each other out That's quite true And I also heard that you just got back from a competition Yeah Yeah well basically I was uh, At the world championships in March Wow uh, In Milan, Italy Tell us about it uh, Italy like it's a great country okay. I mean like You go over there And see all the The famous spots You have to go to the Domo uh, Shopping was very nice But it was very expensive So Yeah But I heard <laughs> they said That like you can actually Smell pee around Like a very stench smell uh, It depends on where true? you go It depends on where you go Let's say if you go to Like some Dodgy places You mm-hmm. can smell pee And poop and all that But uh, If you go to the the, normally I would say Cleaner areas It's not too bad And the subway Are pretty pretty clean It's not like you smell pee And you sit on pee at the time, <laughs> so Not too bad Okay cool Speaking of which I am really curious Of what's your daily routine like Because I also understand That your mom manages Your uh, schedules uh, She does other planning And everything So having to do so I believe You must have quite A really tight schedule Right there uh, yeah, when I'm back in Malaysia, my schedule is always way, way, way more packed than when I'm in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, my mom helps me schedule in uh, whatever interviews or meetings that I have here in Malaysia because uh, she's also my manager. So basically what I would do is uh, I come up with my own schedule as to what I have to do that I know I have to do. And then she slots in whatever free time that I have there to, to set up for interviews and meetings and all that. I see. And what is in your routine? Uh, so basically like like here in Malaysia I would go for training in the morning after training and maybe head over for an interview or I have to run some errands first 
And then uh, after that, depending, sometimes I have to attend some events. Like, for example, I was in Johor for a event with uh, the Japanese embassy. Wow. And, okay. uh, what do you do there? Oh, it was it was an exchange program for, for skating. So we had a Malaysia-Japan exchange ice skating program, whereby we had a two-time world champion from Japan come over to share her experience as well with skating. And I was there to assist her with the program and all that. Wow, that must be amazing. That must be exhilarating. It was, it was, yeah, it was great to meet like uh, a two-time world champion, you know, another Olympian uh, from Japan. And, That's and right. figure skating in Japan is huge. It's like, wow. Yep, so your schedule do sound a little bit hectic. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the fact that now you're quite actively involved with skating and other things in between, you know, like interviews and, and, and such that you mentioned. How do you even find balance between studies, fun, and competitions, especially when it, when it, when it was at C? Sea uh, games. games Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Well finding the balance I think it really just Sort of comes to you uh, I don't really learn How to balance my time It's just I think Through experience Especially I think in high school Really helped me I, I joined so many Different activities I don't know why I'm so stupid <laughs> Like I know I already Have so many things But I still add it To my plate uh, it's So what, what, what yeah. were Among the few That you joined uh, I was active In a lot of school activities I was uh, house captain I was head prefect uh, I was in charge Of a lot of events In school Wow We've got a leader <laughs> Right here Sitting before so, me <laughs> So I don't know It's just like Stupid of me To, to take it on But it turned out quite well so I think that really helped me like sort of uh, learn or sort of gain the experience of how, how to plan things out you know mm-hmm. and at the same time still have some fun that's right and also one question uh, I mean you know like why of all sports why ice skating and also the stereotypes that you get you know how mm. people label ballet yeah. you know it's like how to, to ice yeah. skating yeah. For, for a meal so yeah. like what were the worst thing that you have ever received uh, like well comments? I think it was it was really mostly in primary school uh, because at that time I mean we're all kids we don't really know True. for the better and, and now that with technology and all that everybody is more open they have a, a yep. more uh, wider perspective of things but back then I remember like kids always say oh why you do this is this even a sport like why so girly that kind of thing yeah. uh, and in my head it's like hey Paul, I train with girls all day yeah which is what you don't have you know Something you that- can go play football with all the boys and you know in the end, <laughs> I'm with the girls more and uh, as well as like figure skating we have pair skating as well mm-hmm. pair and ice stunt which is uh, a couple kind of skating there's mm-hmm. a, a male and a female and that's where you you know hold each other's hands you go out and skate and all that so uh, well you think again one more time and you ask me the same question yep so in <laughs> your face then why ice skating why not like badminton or football um, or anything honestly I, I didn't know what I was doing when I started ice skating I started at four years old wow uh, that was my, really my, young my mother and my brothers were already skating at that time so ah. it was sort of like a family hobby kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, it just got off from there mm-hmm. uh, we went to the ring every week and it sort of became the spot for, for my family like, is it true that your mom is an ice skating coach oh no she's not a coach no no she can okay, move I, she I can read move. it somewhere no, I, I don't know where that information <laughs> come out but she she can move on the ice uh, yeah she can get from point A to point B but wow. that's Basically, it yeah. <laughs> Just from point A to point B with no uh, moves. Well, she maybe can put in a little small small move there, but but okay, I think she so rather not. That is where you come side. in to coach her as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she rather stay off the ice right now. <laughs> sweet, sweet. All right, you know what? Let's have a short break, and we'll come back to find out if Julian ever hits the clubbing scene, or is he even single, attached. I don't know. Find out more after the break. 
Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Daniel C on Unisaga and with me, I've got Julian Yi. Hello everybody. How's it going? Yeah. And yes, we're going to continue to dig for more teas. So, now my next question for you, Julian. Uh Do you club? <laughs> Do I club? It's uh, okay. Your mom is not listening no, to this. No, I I've asked her to close her ears. She's so. fine. Like she's, you know, as long as she she trusts us, she's fine. Okay. Uh, I do club, but not really in Malaysia. I have to say. Okay. Uh, I haven't really got the time to club in Malaysia because I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. Mostly, if I do, it's overseas. Like, uh, let's say after competitions, uh, the competitors we all go out together as a mm-hmm. whole huge gang, and we just hit the club. You know, enjoy our times after the competition, and yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's nice, and and also the fact that you're in figure skating right now. Yeah. So, like, does your moves? On figure skating Helps with the clubbing scene Like you know Because if I would hit a club I wouldn't know how to dance I'd probably just Jump and jump yeah, And like, yeah, like yeah. Hello it's not a rave It's a club But yeah And what so, are things like for you? Let me tell you this <laughs> Clubbing with figure skaters Is a whole different thing <laughs> You cannot compare Clubbing with figure skaters Oh my god Tell we, me We actually dance in the club Like you know There's actual moves To the music and all that Instead of just nodding your head <laughs> Moving your arms up and down That's, that's pretty so much I'm what I am imagining like Exaggerating moves Like you dance from one spot To spot B oh, And then yeah. you jump And then like yeah, you like we, You spin. Sometimes we even have like Dance off with each other You know Like we clear a bit of the space And we're like Whoa Yeah Who's next That kind of thing Wow It's, it's like, really different Like it's way more fun with, So it's like the real skaters. dance dance love. Yeah man It's not like just jumping up and down Oh, this is cool. This is something that you never hear and never get. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta come in the club with that, uh, with figure skaters. Oh, then that. oh my god, then we'll be That's put a... so right under. <laughs> We're like, oh shit, this guy's trashing us you right now. It's a real then. thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, and also next, uh, understanding Asian families. It is very typical that. Um, Parents always want their sons and daughters to be only doctors, lawyers, engineers, pilots, you name it, all right? So, did your mom ever support your decision when you told her you want to be a skater instead of a doctor? Uh, well, the thing about skating is I didn't really thought of it as being a career. Okay. Uh, it was more like a, a sport, like as an athlete, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of athletes out there also have a have another job besides like doing the sport they, they love. Uh, so, with her, it wasn't really like an issue. Uh, but anyways, even if I were to choose this as a career, uh, I think she'd be very supportive because uh, based on what we see throughout uh, our traveling and experiences, uh, we do see like a, a big future in skating, especially in Southeast Asia where, where everybody's learning together, you know. Yep. Yeah, so it's not And you really mentioned that it started out as a hobby. Yeah. So who initiated the next question like, hey, you know what, since it's a hobby, then why not like make it into something, like develop something more uh, than that? It was never really a question. Everything came step by step, bit by bit. Uh, my first competition when I was five, a year after I started skating. So that was like a small, fun competition. And I it see. got more and more and more. The years after that, I got more competitions and it really just evolved to become what it is right now. And eventually, we all of a sudden, we're like, hey, let's try for the Olympics. And then, Boom, <laughs> we made and it you're there. there. So, like, like wow. I mean, it was not an easy way to get there. That's right. That's but, right. But but everything came step by step. We, yeah. we were very realistic with with our goals. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's a, like an all God's plan out kind of thing. Like you don't know what to expect, but you just get right into it, and the next thing you know, boop, you're there on the Olympics. Uh yes, I know. Like, I mean, we we do plan accordingly. Like, uh, when I first started skating at four, I never told myself. My mom never told us that, hey, you're gonna be world champion. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's right. no way That's saying that's I'm right. going to hit the jackpot today Right It's not realistic So a lot of things came Like small bits And, and eventually we, we had calculated 
in a possibility and the risk as well. So I think that's probably what got us this far with but a lot of calculations. But and, it must yeah. also be quite an expensive hobby. Oh yeah, right? yeah. I gotta be honest, skating is not the cheapest. How much cost was involved? Oh, uh, so much that my mom doesn't even want to add it up. Oh my I'll tell god. You that. Yeah. Okay, can you yeah. can you get a Ferrari with this? Uh I think Possibly. easily. Yeah, easily a Ferrari. <laughs> okay, yeah. so was Sunway Pyramid ice skating ring where it all began? Yes, uh, Sunway was the first ring where I, I started skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool fact: Sunway is the same age as I am. Uh, Wait, 1997. Uh, ah, yeah, 97 so, bros. Okay. Yeah, so that's 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 a cool fact to tie it in. But yes, uh, Sunway was where I grew up. Yes, and you also mentioned that many athletes out there they also have uh, this sort of like uh, uh, permanent thing that they can fall back onto. So, what is the feel? What is the major that you're in? Uh, I am I am uh, currently majoring in business management. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that is like you know it's a life skill as well that you know it's it's always good to have a, a degree out there. You never know what's going to happen, especially in this economy. And uh, yeah, maybe I can tie it in with skating as well in some way True. or not. We'll we'll see how it goes in the future. Yeah. When did your IG followers started to grow exponentially? Uh, I would say really. Because of the Sea Games, so right after the Sea Games, so during the Sea Games itself, a lot of hype was was generated, mm-hmm. and yep. and the, the Instagram started to just boom, boom. Yeah. One morning, woke up like yeah, it, it kept followers there. Was, yeah, I was like, whoa, okay, I was not expecting this, but okay, that's good. But have you ever received any weird messages? <laughs> uh to be honest, I have got a lot of messages. It's just that there's so many, I can't really filter through them all. I see. So, so you don't, you just don't read them. Like you can't like, actually. I, you I can't. can't because, like, to me, I have to be fair. If I read one, I have to read all the kind that's of things. That's right. So, and there's like, lots of it. It's a lot. Like way too much. Way too much. So with big power comes big responsibilities as well. Definitely. What is your advice? What do you have for those who are pursuing dreams alike? Uh, my advice would be to to make sure your dream is realistic. You know, okay. It's great to have a, a huge dream, you know, but in the end, if it's not realistic, let's say if you want to be uh, a millionaire in a whole in one day, okay. right? It's it's possible, but very difficult. You know, set set like more realistic, smaller goals, and work towards your bigger goal in the end. So that becomes a little bit more uh, satisfying as well, because knowing that you reach every step. Uh, you see progress there. Yeah, so you know what to like to, to exactly. target next. Maybe yeah. like, it's like a little bit bigger, yeah. a little bit Sub bigger. Sub goals, I would say. That's right. They're leading up to the big thing. Wow. And, and to not give up, keep pushing. Even if it's one small setback, at least you already went forward a little bit. Great words, Julian. Very deep. <laughs> Super sweet. And that is it for this episode. I truly hope you enjoyed being on the show. Yes, definitely. Thank you very much for having no, me. No, like, no, no worries at all. And I here. hope to catch up again sometime if you're yeah, around in Malaysia. Sure. For sure. And also, by the way, I know an episode with Julian might not be enough because the thirst is real. So, Julian, would you be down for uh, another episode? Special episode, I would say. Maybe 15 short questions with Julian Yi. Yeah, why not? Since I'm here, I mean, it's not always that I'm back in Malaysia. So let's go for it. Awesome. So peeps, we're going to go for a week break and don't forget to tune in again next week. But before that, shall we exchange social media handle? Yes. So what's your handle? Julian? Follow me on IG at J-U-L-I-A-N-Y-E-E-E-E. Four E's. How many E's is that? There's four E's right behind because someone took, I think, two E's already. So e- I think go for four E's. Okay. Julie, <laughs> that's right. Nice, nice. All right. And also, if you ever want to keep up with my ongoing gigs, personalities that I'm featuring from time to time, follow me on my IG at I am Daniel O'Neill. Until next week, this is Daniel C. Okay, be gone.